Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on, someone that's dependable, understanding, someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. File a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners with 19,000 local agents. They get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm coming to you from my home, as I hope you are listening to this from your home. It is a profoundly weird time. Probably one of the last live TV events will be the Peter finale. And in retrospect, I don't even know if that was a good idea. Yikes. I am going to be joined by Amelia Wedemeyer, who you just heard from. We're going to talk oh, about the latest... Amelia never apologized. Okay. We were going to talk. We will talk about the latest in Bachelor news. There's actually been quite a bit over the last few weekends. And get ready, I will be scolding people. <laughs> um, and I just want to say this podcast is meant to be fun and hopefully offer some entertainment and dare I say companionship while you are at home. And it's really hard to strike the right tone right now. Of what are we? Sh- what should we be talking about? But I was all over the Bachelor Reddit board this weekend, out of boredom and just trying to keep up. Hell I yeah. assume that I'm not alone in that, and so I wanted to talk about the Batch. So we're going to do that. Amelia and I are going to talk news, and then Rob Mills is going to join me to talk about suspending production. Um, what an exclusive! I, I hope so. We'll see. We'll see what he has to say. Uh, Amelia, let's talk news. I want to start by t- following up on the F1 and F2, as they're called on the boards. F1 being being Hannah and F2 being Madison, though they're really the other. So do you follow them on Instagram, Amelia? I refuse. Okay. Well, let me tell you what you've been missing out on. I actually okay. don't follow them either, but I just have them like in my search list so I can easily yeah. check in on their stories, you know? We, I do technically follow them on the Bachelor Party uh, Instagram mm. account, you know, which makes it easier, honestly. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. So here's, here's what Hannah Ann was up to this weekend. Okay. Friday night, after there were calls for social distancing, Hannah Ann, Hannah G, and Dylan, they all went to dinner at Craig's in West Hollywood. And like one of like the owners was like at their table. And I was just like, what are you guys doing? And they are, they are the people who give a bad name to young people when they're like, why are you all going to bars? Because the, Hannah Ann, Hannah G and, and Dylan were at Craig's. Honestly, I'm not surprised. I hate Dylan. He sucks. And <laughs> he, is, he is literally the worst. You're a little bitch, Dylan. I'm sorry. You are. Oh, my God. Why do you hate him so much? Because I've watched him on Paradise. I've seen him interact on Twitter. He's a little bitch. I have no time for little wow. bitches like him. I really hope his engagement breaks off because I don't like him. What? I'm oh sorry. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I had no idea I was opening this can of worms. I had no idea you felt so strongly. I really don't like him. I re- he's not funny. He's a bully. He's not hot. You're ugly. Can I just and say that we we asked Christina Shulman about Dylan and she was like, oh, he's super nice. So well, what's up with that? Amelia? I don't. I, okay. You know, I love Christina. Such a great person. She's great. Thanks for Dylan, joining the show, Christina. Not so much. Yeah. Christina, huge fan. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, he wasn't social distancing. And then I will say the next day, 
Dylan and Hannah, Hannah G went to like a home store, whether it was home goods or pottery barn, I don't know. And they were like touching all of these pillows. And like, oh. in fact, Dylan like rubbed himself up against these pillows, not like in like See? a dirty way, but just in like a, they were just acting like there was nothing going on. And it was honestly baffling. It was, it was really, it was shocking. And I don't, they're dumb asses though. I guess I, I, I think the people are coming around to this at, at different times. Like I was just discussing this. Like I think a lot of my friends and I have all been on different wavelengths of panic and anxiety and concern. And so maybe they're just not there yet. I hope that they are now practicing social distancing, but it, it was pretty shocking. That was Saturday. Meanwhile, Hannah Ann, she just moved to LA this weekend and she was like showing herself going to different targets. And she was like, guys, I think I pissed, picked the worst weekend to move. And it's like, yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Hannah. Ann. I felt really bad for her, <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess what was she supposed to do? Just completely not move? Like that is probably the answer. Yes, you should not have moved Hannah Ann, but <laughs> yeah. you know. But now she's in LA, so she's she's going for it. I mean, sure. I'm honestly, I'm over her too. I'm I'm I, I'm sick of her already. I am. I'm Are you sorry. ready to move on from this entire cast? I yes, I am. Okay. All right. I'm fair sorry. enough. Fair. I, I get it. They're not. I'm not going to love them also like who knows if paradise happens you know like so they so they've announced that summer games is canceled right and that was supposed to shoot this spring i don't know what's going to happen with paradise uh maybe rob can inform us in a little bit and the decision making that goes into that but we might not be getting a lot of this cast as a result at least not right now that's pretty detrimental to the whole bachelor nation brand yeah, or I think it's detrimental to the in- individuals more than to the <laughs> that's brand. True. That's that's true. Well, it's just because you you go on it expecting you'll get like all these subsequent opportunities, right? And I've actually been thinking about this. Like, how is the influencer economy going to be disrupted by it? By it being COVID nineteen? I don't even see. They can't even promote hand sanitizer at this point because it's all sold out. I know they can't get it. Like they can't promote travel. They can't. They I guess they can promote like stuff that you order online, which perhaps will stay. So I, yeah, I just, I just like Fashion Nova like, and stuff. Yeah, or like FabFit Fun boxes. Like, this is the stuff I've been thinking about. What's the deal with Summer Games? Is Summer Games happening? No, it's suspended. For the foreseeable quarantine games, maybe we put them all in the house. <laughs> that leads to another piece of news. But wait, we need to talk about Madison first. So here's Ooh, what okay. Madison was up to this weekend. Ugh. Madison did SpawnCon for a movie called I Still Believe. I have not heard of this movie. Is you it know about Jesus? Movie? I don't know what it's about. It's starring KJ Appa from um, oh. Riverdale. I bet you it's a it's like one of those Christian movies, which is fine. That's fine. But I bet you it is the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss. So it is about a Christian music star. OK, you were right. OK, so, yes, she was promo- she was promoting this movie that relates to her faith. And she was like. And I guess this is a thing that like athletes get as well, where they get to like go to a movie for free and like tweet about or post about how how they saw the movie and how much they liked it. I don't know. It's like a weird kind of like athlete marketing situation. (laughs) And (laughs) she was the only one in the movie theater. She's like talking about going to see I Still Believe. She's holding a, and I believe this was on Friday. It might've been Saturday. She's like holding a bucket of popcorn, one of those slushies. And she was, she went to see the movie, like presumably alone, if she even actually watched it. Like she maybe just did two videos and, sure. and that was a wrap. But that was not figured out in the last like day or so. Like that deal was not made in the last few days. So obviously because movie theaters are now closed and right. they probably would have seen that coming if it had been like all based on Peter's finale. But <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it was kind. It was kind of crazy. And moreover, Amelia, if you were watching Madison's story, saying you even liked Madison, someone you actually okay. liked, could they okay. convince you to see a movie based on like their weird spawn con? Hell no. Honestly, no. I'm sorry, no. I know. I don't, I don't even. Who think could it's get effective. you in a seat? Who could get you into a movie theater with their spawn con? Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt could. I, a true movie star could get me into the seat. But actually, here's the thing: movies are friggin' expensive. So I'm very selective when it comes to movies or I just wait until my parents are in town so they can take me. <laughs> Classic millennial behavior, waiting <laughs> waiting for your parents to pay for stuff. <laughs> okay, true. so more importantly than that, Madison was seen hanging out with Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Tr- what was she thinking? What was she thinking? Were they at a Target? They, they were at a Target. Yes, they were at a Target. And then I think they were at one of their homes and they were like doing videos and stuff. What? Yeah. I think everyone is way too quick to indoctrinate bachelor people as celebs. 100%. I don't know why. They're just like, oh, yeah, Tyler Cameron. I mean, yeah, T.G. Hadid. <laughs> What's up? I mean, maybe he's the exception, but like, I don't know why Matt is. I mean, I know that they perhaps share the same beliefs. I know Selena Gomez is kind of a reborn Christian. Yeah. And so maybe she identified with that on the show. But man, it's just like, seems like all you got to do is go in The Bachelor for two months and now you're just like hanging out with massive celebrities. I don't get it. They went to Target to buy games. At least they weren't like hoarding hand sanitizer like some other people in this country. I I, I truly don't understand. I don't know how they met. Like, I just don't really get any of it. I don't think I don't think more details have emerged either. Madison is keeping things really um, tight lipped. And so is Selena Gomez. Uh, but Madison then also seemed to be back shortly thereafter in Auburn. She was doing TikTok videos oh. with like an Auburn player or something like that. Oh, I don't God. know. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've come to realize from this is that I'm going to have to download TikTok. I just feel like all the content yes. is going there, particularly from Bachelor it's good people. Content. Are you already on it, Amelia? I am. I posted my first video the other day and it was me talking to the stuffed animals in my room. <laughs> <laughs> the premium content, people. TikTok. That sounds really good. <laughs> but that's like where they're all putting their dance videos. Hannah G and Hannah Ann are doing them together. And like, Ugh. I feel like I have, I feel like I have to track this, even if I don't like want to be a part of it, but sure. you know, jur- journalism. <laughs> true. True. Except I will say all the best TikTok videos make their way onto Twitter and Instagram. That's true. Like LeBron's family, LeBron, the James family has great, great TikTok content. I'm sure as as they do. Tell. I'm sure they, they do. do. They're a lovely family. Follow LeBron's kids. He's always like promoting them on his Instagram. That's how I know about it because I'm not on TikTok. Whatever. <laughs> That's so cute. Okay. Lastly, biggest piece of news coming out of the weekend, which like I, I don't really want to talk about. It's really weird. But um, Hannah Brown was in Florida for Tyler Cameron's Mother's Memorial, which is really sweet and very awesome of her. And we just wish wishing Tyler the best and what has to be just a completely un- incomprehensible time. Um, and then Matt James and Hannah posted an Instagram together where they were like play fighting and referencing the fact that he was really mean about her on Instagram over the summer when she did not pick Tyler. And there's all these videos of Hannah hanging out with Tyler and his friends in Florida right now. And I hope they're having a great time. I will say my first reaction was jealousy. I would also <laughs> love to be quarantined with that gang of many attractive people. Sure. I don't want to speculate on what's going on there. I think it's pretty messed up that anyone is. Um, I wish them 
the best. And I hope Tyler's hanging in there. I hope everyone's hanging in there and being safe. Yeah. If you had to be quarantined with one person to practice social distancing from Bachelor Nation and you could pick neither Tyler nor Hannah because they've selected each other, who would you pick? Matt James. Can I pick Matt James? Yes, you can pick Matt James. I accept it. <laughs> Thank you. Because, wow, he's attractive and he seems like a really nice guy. He does seem like a nice guy. I really hope he still remains on Claire's season, but who knows what's going to happen with that altogether. Matt James. Okay. What about some, what about a woman for companionship? If I had to, oh, do I have to pick it from Peter's season? No, could be anyone. Matt James has never been on the show and I just let you pick him. Uh, Can I say Christina? I just really liked her. She was really nice. She was really nice. And it seems like she has good tea. You know, she, she is friends with enough of the people that I could get something out of her. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. I I like it. Thank you. My first pick would be Rachel Lindsay, obviously. Mm. Just to like, you know. Sure. Sure. Great love, pick. Love Rachel. Love Rachel. She'd be the most fun to hang with. And we would also fight the least over what to watch on TV. <laughs> That's crucial. One of my takes. Um, And then obviously Ben. Ben would be great. And then oh, who, Ben. I'm trying to think of who seems sneaky smart. I don't know. Not a lot of options on that front, but like, but like I, I would, I would want to be with someone to keep me entertained. Do you Go think ahead. a Colton is sneaky smart? No, I think okay. he is sneaky curious. I think, <laughs> okay. no, I, I think he likes to learn. I don't think he's sneaky okay. smart. Also, okay, okay. his, his book coming out. I wonder oh, if it Jesus. will still come out. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think so because people need stuff to do. How have you guys not said Dean? Dean has been quarantining himself in a van for two years. <laughs> so Dean's true. a quarantine expert. Oh my God. That's a really great point, Craig. I forgot about it, but I feel like he, he's probably a big board game guy. Oh. He knows how to cook in small spaces. But see, that means you have to hang out with Kaylin and I want none of that. Yeah. I was going to ask <laughs> okay, like, that's true. does Kaylin come with Dean now? Is it a package deal? And it might be. Ugh, it might no, be. If it's a package deal, I'm out. I don't want a third wheel. But if it's just me and, and old Dean, I'm in. That is true. I'll like, grow a mustache with him. You could just go off the grid with a Dean, travel around. That sounds pretty nice. Because sure. like mm-hmm. it's still social distancing if you're not talking to anyone. True. Yeah. Although I just want to be clear, I encourage everyone to stay home. That's a Craig. That's a really good pick. Anyone else for you, Craig? Mm, Dean was just like by far the number one. Uh, when you asked like uh, uh, the female side who would be good, and I feel like Tasha seemed really nice, fun yeah, times. Yeah, Tasha would be Tasha, fun to hang out with. Totally, Tasha. Especially after yes. she had this whole relationship with John Paul Jones, it's like there's more to her than just being beautiful. She and seems like a fun person. She is beautiful. Also, I, John Paul Jones is super weird around here, so maybe you can just like be weird. She's down. She's cool. Totally. John Paul Jones is a good pick. Yes. I don't know. What an interesting guy. Yeah. He might get annoying quick. You <laughs> can't get away from him. He would come with a ton of um, sparkling water, though, and that's really big for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's talk to Rob about what's coming up for The Bachelor franchise in this uh, very supremely weird time. Thanks so much, Amelia. Thank you. And now on the phone, we've got Rob Mills. Hi, Rob. Hi, Juliet. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Um, I'm good. Thank you. Hanging in there. Um, so how long ago does it seem since Peter's finale now, which was just a week ago? It was a week ago. I said earlier on this podcast, probably was one of the last group events in the state of California. Pretty crazy. I mean, in retrospect, like, had you known, obviously probably, probably wouldn't have done it. Didn't have all the information then. Didn't think twice about it. We really got it in under the wire. Yeah, seriously. 
can one? I want to ask you. We're going to talk about um, summer games being canceled, Claire season production being suspended, what it means for Paradise, all of that. But first, I just have to ask you: Why was there a studio audience for night one? Why? <laughs> because we had all those live raps with Harrison. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I suppose you're absolutely right. We didn't even get a ton of audience reaction. Um, I think maybe he threw something to a question or a show of hands in the audience, but did we need it? No, but we booked it out. And, you know, people like to come to it. For me, it's super fun to go in and watch the audience react to the show as it's going on. Um, so, you know, they're they're cheering and they're playing. So it is good. But did we need one? No, but it was fun to have them there. And I think they enjoyed being there. The whole time I was just like, what is happening? Why are these people here? I was like waiting for Ashley I to come out or something like that. Yeah, I think that maybe if we have another night one where it's literally just Harrison throwing to things, we'll try and find some some different things that we could do. Clearly, we should have had Barb in the audience doing and just going to Barb cam the entire time. Oh my gosh, she, she should have she should have been hosting or something. Yes, Barb cam watching Barb do the "Don't Let Her Go" speech would have been. <laughs> What did you think about Barb's Instagram? She posted um, the leaving on a jet plane Instagram right when Madison and Peter announced they were not pursuing a relationship. I honestly don't think one had anything to do with the other. Watch it because she also right before that posted something. It was her and her girlfriends and they clearly like to reenact, you know, girl groups from the 50s and 60s. So it seemed like that because I think they were doing Stop in the Name of Love and then they did leave it on. I, I don't think one had anything to do with the other, but and the friends were leaving as well. So um, I don't think that's the case, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Barb, Barb is really something. We'll come back to Peter. I want, I do want to talk about it. But first, let's talk about the decision to cancel Summer Games. Like what goes into that and how do how does the network work with the production company to make that decision? Well, first of all, you know, the one thing that's important to say is Summer Games was never announced. So it wasn't mm. official. It was something we were working on and would have done. And then it started, to, as we started seeing, it's going to be really tough to travel foreign contestants in. And this was when it was sort of, you know, eh, it's going to be tough, but probably not impossible. Um, then, you know, they shut down all the foreign travel and then, it was, we did talk a little bit about, is there a way to retrofit it and just do it with, with American contestants? And then it felt like it was going to be more trouble than it's worth. It's also, you have to remember, you've got to make choices doing that and devoting all that much work to what's basically a two week event. When we're also trying to finish up, listen to your heart in post-production and get started on bachelorette and bachelor pad and, uh, also, you know, potentially doing a senior bachelor version for fall right. is, is a lot. So you have to sort of make your choices. So it sort of felt that was the easy one to kind of cut bait on. Got it. So I didn't realize it was never announced. I feel like it was just so out there. Everyone was like talking about like it was definitely happening or whatnot. That's interesting. I didn't even realize that. It was basically announced. We we simply didn't because we didn't announce our summer schedule. It's not like we weren't. It was absolutely going to happen if the world was you know, in good shape, but, uh, unfortunately the world had other plans. Yeah. It is. It's so crazy. Everything has changed so rapidly day to day. Like even Peter and Madison's breakup seemed fast, but it's like, that was so long ago. And we talked, we talked about this earlier, earlier in the show, like Madison and Hannah Ann were both like showing that they were like up to the last couple of days. 
I think they're both in LA, although I think, I think Madison's back in Alabama now. Um, and it's just, it's so crazy. Like they, it's, it, this is obviously really in, insignificant in the grand scan scheme of things in the world, but the direct ramifications for the bachelor and production are, are pretty significant. Cause like these women, I think all go on the show, at least assuming there'll be some level of kind of opportunity and fame afterwards. And now they kind of can't really do anything but stay at home and make TikTok videos, which will potentially make them famous. But it just really changes like the ecosystem and everything. Um, It's really fascinating to think about. Did you guys consider that sort of like how, how far down the road were you looking when you decided to also spend Claire's suspend Claire's season's production? That was a pretty delayed. I mean, we were Claire's season really has changed about five times. I mean, originally <laughs> we had fantastic travel abroad, which right. was going to be amazing. Probably some of the, the the best we've had in a long time. Um, and then clearly that wasn't going to be a, 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 a reality. So then it was, okay, we're going to do really good domestic travel, which also can be great. And then it was, okay, we're not going to be able to fly to like the East Coast. so. We'll just do, we'll just keep it to the Western part of the country. And then by Friday, it just became clear that wasn't going to be a problem. And I think that what, what nobody wanted to do, having experienced this for different reasons on Bachelor in Paradise, is start and then have to stop and then start right. up again and continue in Medius Race. Right. Uh, because that was really, that was tough. You know, it's like you sort of form a connection and then you go back and, um, you have to have uh, things that happened off camera. You have to try and explain on camera. Um, and clearly it would have been impossible and who knows how long we would be shut down for. Right. And yeah, I mean, I think that's like, that's like my personal main anxiety right now is I'm just like, I, uh, in addition to like, obviously worrying about the healthcare system. Um, but just not knowing how long all this is going to go on for is, is really crazy. And from a TV perspective, it's so hard to plan, right? Like, so, so then like how, so you decide to suspend Claire's production. What does that mean for paradise? What does that mean for the bachelor? Like, are you able even to have those conversations yet? Of course. I mean, we're having 50 of those conversations a day and it's just the, (laughs) I can't believe you fit me in to your day. No, I I barely fit. Well, as you saw, I think we pushed this five times today. (laughs) Um, But there's a, you know, I mean, we're looking at every. I mean, we're absolutely committed. God willing, we return to normalcy. You know, somewhat soon to trying as best we can, keeping everything on track. Which is so that could mean okay. Is the first thing when things are are better having to be in one place? So then it's like okay, do we swap out Paradise for Bachelorette? Shoot Paradise first, then Bachelorette, mm. then Bachelor. Oh, interesting. Or does Bachelorette start up again? I mean literally we are going to be as nimble as possible to try and keep, keep the trains on the track as best as possible. Would you guys ever film both at once? Like, would you ever do bachelor and bachelorette at the same time? Or would you ever do paradise and bachelorette at the same time? Like, is that something that you could even consider? I think that's probably a tall order. You know, most of the production staff works on each separate one. And I think that, the most important thing as well is quality control. So you want to make sure right. that they're good seasons. So you don't want to get these on at the sac- at sacrificing quality. 
Right. Because it's usually the same same production team on all of them, right? Or there's obviously variation, but like the continuity is there. That's why, that's why the show remains how it is. That's, that's right. Absolutely. Interesting. So it's so weird to game out because also like Paradise is supposed to record in June, but like, or shoot in June usually, but like, will things be back to normal by then? Who, who knows? And like, what does normal even look like going forward? June is three months away. So we'll know a lot more. We'll know a lot more a month from now. Who tells Claire that things, because cause I think you guys decided that when it was the day of her first day of production, right? Or I guess of the at the mansion? We we hadn't done that. Our, our first day was supposed to be Friday the 13th, mm. but we had at that point said, let's move that to Sunday the 15th. Oh, interesting. Going, it wasn't, Claire wasn't st- sitting at the mansion on Friday <laughs> and then being told, okay, wrap it all up, go home. She was not standing with a wet driveway waiting for a limo to pull up. Okay. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yes. So it's it's fine. Claire's never gotten a good break. But that's why I think that when we do this season, it's going to be awesome because you can't keep getting bad breaks and then not get a good break. Like, I think she's going to get the best break. Like something is going to happen that this all happened for a reason. I think she's very much a believer in that too. Like everything in its own time. Um, look, maybe somebody is going to apply that we couldn't have gotten on in time that goes on and it goes on to end up being her person. And then she'd say, this was all worth it. It does seem like that's one of the silver linings for you guys is that there's more time for casting to get like a different batch of guys, basically. Yes, that's exactly right. So hopefully, you know, men are still applying and um, we can get get some other good guys. I, I actually thought, I think there was a lot of, criticism of the cast and the ages but i do think the cast we had was is very strong so i'm not worried about that but you can never have too many good guys whatever happens i need matt james to still be on it i'm just gonna throw that out there noted okay (laughs) thank you i also like already put in my press request to interview him like i'm on top of this um what did you think about the reaction to claire like is it does how and how much does that matter before a season what people are saying about the lead it doesn't matter. I mean, I will say the reaction seemed to be, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm sure you were monitoring it too, but it seemed almost unanimously positive. I think it was pretty positive. I think it was more positive than what Hannah got. I think people were really dubious of her because her after the final Rose performance with the first few guys was so poor, but then she turned out to be great. So I, I personally don't think you can really tell from like the early press, but um, I think it was positive. There's something to be said for coming in it the way Hannah did, where it's, you know, the expectations are maybe not as high because, you know, it's kind of hard to fall off the floor. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're when it's there and then you're pleasantly surprised, that's great. As opposed to when you're really you think somebody's going to be one way and then they turn out to be disappointing or not what you expected. That's kind of difficult. But sure. I think with Claire, it wasn't the. You know how much I don't think anyone necessarily has expectations, but there's just so much goodwill for Claire, and everyone just just loves her. And I think they do know she is somebody who is well spoken and does know how to, which Hannah was too. I just think people didn't realize, or it just took time for her to to I don't know get comfortable in her own skin on camera. But she really she was great and had no problem expressing herself with all those guys, which is what was so great. And I think Claire has a lot of those same qualities and we've seen that over the various seasons of Claire. So I think that's, what's going to be great. But I, I was 
thrilled with how excited people were. I also think too, it was such a shock and kind of a left turn. I think that was also, that's always good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, You and Chris Harrison were tweeting about getting old seasons on the air while people are trapped at home. What are the options there? Can you make that happen? We are definitely exploring several different ideas with that. But, you know, the one thing that's sort of become clear and now more than ever that we're all kind of inside and hopefully quarantining ourselves is that we really are this great community that um, we we all like really love each other and love hanging out together. So there's got to be some way we can figure out to do that. And whether it's with past seasons or I mean, I think. It's funny. I've seen a lot of the opinion turn around on Listen to Your Heart from, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Do I need another Badger season to, oh, my God, this needs to start tomorrow. So so we'll have Listen to Your Heart. And then if this thing looks like it's going to go on longer, we will figure out a way that Badger Nation has a place to go and commune and, and come together and all share this uh, as, as a nation, the way we do every Monday nights when the show's airing. Here are my picks for the show, for the seasons you guys should air. Are you ready? I'm ready. Juan Pablo, obviously. Get ready for Claire. That's that's a no-brainer. Number two, Caitlin. I think Caitlin's season is really worth revisiting. First of all, there's many I people know, on it. I love that season. And also, people really still care about many of the people who are on it. So I just feel like that would be great. <laughs> Jake Pavelka. I mean, let's just run it back with the worst pilot. Allie Fedotowski. I think Allie's season, people would really enjoy. It's like pretty bonkers. I don't know that people really remember it other than people, you know, like you or I have been around watching forever or working on it forever. But Allie's season, I think it's really hard to to explain how great it was. Because you're right, it was crazy. Although it also was fantastic. I mean, that, that was one of the seasons that sort of had everything. It had craziness, but a lot of romance. And it had a great end with her and Roberto. It really did. And also it was kind of similar to what happened with Peter with her number with one of her top choices leaving. I, I think it's really good. And then the other one is Charlie O'Connell because it's in New York and also pretty crazy. And I think it'll just be so different. Those are my picks, Rob. Tell tell someone. Tell everyone. <laughs> I will tell um, everyone. Back to Peter's season. My big question that lingers. Actually, I have two. One is, what did he mean when he was saying it couldn't be spoiled back in January when he was still with Hannah Ann? Like, what did he mean when he was saying that? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I I couldn't understand what he was saying, but to where it was like, I knew everything, but I thought, well, I must have missed something. But, uh, I mean, there were a few things that happened that made it a little bit more unorthodox. Um, including Chris actually had to go back and forth from Australia. There were, there were a few things, but, but nothing to where, you know, I, I'm not quite sure why, but he also, it does, it does go to show you, you know, at that point, when you have an ending, you don't have a ton of people that know if you close the circle, you can keep it preserved. And I think that was part of what he was saying because he really, it meant a lot to him for, for people to experience it in real time. He he does not like the end spoiled, neither do I. Sure. Um, and and yeah. I think that's a big deal. I mean, I know I remember, and this is before spoilers were a thing because social media really didn't take it. But I remember Trista always telling me, like, I didn't even tell, Trista said, I didn't even tell my parents. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she took it really seriously. 
She was the first. Everyone should be following her example. Because that's what I've been wondering. I was like, what what is he referring to that like couldn't be spoiled? Like, what are the what are all of the factors? It, it really is unclear to me. So I'm glad it's unclear to you as well. That was a bizarre bizarre. Looking back on like his early press tour is like now very cringeworthy. It makes me feel bad for Hannah Ann. Right. <laughs> I know. It's, it's it's pretty tough. And my number two question that that I I've been thinking about in this past week, among many other thoughts, most of them related to the coronavirus, but as it relates to the Bachelor, why did Chris Harrison have to be the one to reunite Peter and Madison? Why didn't they reach out to each other? Um, I think that for Madison, she really. Uh, I think they 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 could have reached out. I think she wanted to know that he was single at the time mm-hmm. that they, they saw each other. And I think that was really important to her. And I think that that unknown might've sullied it a little bit. So I think it just helped that when they finally did see each other for the first time, it was that knowledge of, okay, we're free to be together. If that's what we choose. I see. That was just so bizarre. I was like, pull an Ari, someone reach out, slide into the DMS. Like there's so, there's so many ways to communicate these days, people. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand it. This is, well, I think there was a lot of things that we didn't quite understand. <laughs> Certainly true. The finale was really something. What a, everyone was talking about Barb and until coronavirus. Everyone was talking about Barb. Yep. It's very true. For, for a, a minute, she was sort of all everyone was talking about. I know it's, it just feels like such a, such a long time ago. It's almost weird to like mention them and mention her social media infamy in the same breath as I've just done. Cause like there, it's just, it feels like everything has changed in the last week. It's pretty bizarre. Um, but it's just, it, like you said, it feels like such a long time ago, but I think that, I think it's funny. Like, I think this season will be remembered for Barb more than anything now. Well, I think that it just goes to show you that, you know, how real the show is because it always, it gets remembered for issues that, come into play with anybody. This is why the show is so, you know, really works and why everyone loves it because it is relatable because it's all issues that we deal with in relationships, whether it's family, sex, whether it's, but family was one that we really had never touched on before. And it, I don't think it had ever really reared its head the way it did here. I agree with you. That was the important thing was to explore that because that is something that people deal with, you know, if you're going to get married to somebody, especially what was interesting with most of the people, certainly the final three, Hannah and Madison and Peter, they're all extremely close to their family. So, you you know, it's not the, okay, I'm not really close to my family. So I'm going to spend every holiday with your family. This is clearly, there's going to be haggling going on. There's going to be, how is this going to work? And that's, those are issues that, a lot of people have to deal with. And I think that's why it was so great because it was something very real. And I think there was probably a lot of nodding of, Oh my gosh, I remember, you know, my, my mother acted that way or my mother-in-law posed the same thing, or I was in that type of relationship or I, you know, and that's, that's when the show really works when it's something where we all look and see something that is relatable. So that's a that's a great a great way of I think summing up why people care about it even when it is sometimes so far in from your own life there is something relatable about it still. So Rob, I'm going to let you go since you fit me into this this busy day of yours. I can only imagine how much things are changing in your on your schedule given everything. What's best case scenario for Claire's season resuming production? 
I think it's just day by day. Look, we we have suspended for 14 days, and I mean, just God willing for humanity, we can get back on track sooner rather than later. Not for, but, but I mean, just I hope the world gets back on track. Yeah, we'll keep monitoring it day day by day, and you know, like I said, we will be ready for whenever we can be ready, and we'll have all different scenarios, but. Whenever clear season airs, I know it will be great, and we will make it the the best season of Bachelorette ever. It'll be worth the wait whenever it airs. Um, alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Rob. I always appreciate having you on. I know people love hearing from you, so thanks so much. Stay safe. Stay so socially distant. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, anytime. <laughs> and just get home and watch Jason Mesnick seasons. Waiting for you on Netflix, and it's a really good one. Right, it's right there. It is good. <laughs> Okay, have a good afternoon, Rob. Thanks so much. You too. Bye. Bye.